holding the line for the conservative movement. This is Stacy on the right on Sirius XM Patriot 125. And I'm proud to be an American. So you might actually recognize that song. I've heard it so many times as I've waited for President Trump to come onto the stage at many rallies across the country over the course of his four years as president and the run-up to both campaigns. It's my pleasure to actually welcome to Stacey on the Right, our favorite president, Donald John Trump Jr. President Trump, thanks for joining me tonight. Hi, Stacey. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. It is so great to hear your voice. Um, I'm so glad that you could join uh, us tonight. You doing great. Uh, so, listen, people, I want to... People love you, Stacey. I think you are doing great. Oh, thank yeah, you. Great job. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, tonight, I want to get into a few things that... I, I heard a ton of your interviews recently, and they've been excellent, but I feel like there's some questions that don't get answered, and they're the ones that people ask me when I get a chance to see you at Mar-a-Lago. They always ask me, first of all, how you're doing. So, can you tell us, can you give us an update? How is your family holding up under all of these constant attacks. Melania, Barron, how are you guys doing? Well, I don't know how I can say it because in theory it shouldn't be this way, but I feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, we're doing the best we've ever done in the polls. You see the poll numbers. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. makes me feel good mm-hmm. because the people get it. You know, the people are very smart. The overall people are very smart, but we're doing, I'm doing very well. The family's doing fine. It's never nice to have to tell your son or your daughter or anybody, your wife. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be indicted mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow by uh, the Biden White House because that's what it is. These aren't real. These are these are disgraceful indictments done by a political opponent. And every one of them, that includes the local ones, that includes the district attorneys and the AGs because they're all coordinating with the White House. It's a disgraceful thing that's never been done, Stacey, in the history of this country. I'm doing really well because people want to see a change. They think it's disgusting what's happening. And every time they indict, you know, I never assumed I would be indicted. I never studied that at the Wharton School of Finance. And uh, every time it happens, you see the poll numbers go up. But that's not the point. The point is, I think it's a disgrace that it's happened. And uh, now now the Band-Aid's been ripped off, so uh, we're all going at it. They are a disgusting group of people who are destroying our country. Biden is the most incompetent president in history, the worst president, and the most corrupt president. He is. And so that that is without question. I can disagree with you on none of that. But I, I keep going back to when you were in office and what we experienced when you were in office. We had no encroachments by Putin on any of the satellite nations that used to be a part of the USSR. We had no new wars. We had right. no new boots on the ground. In fact, you were the most peacetime president, even though the accusation was you were immediately going to launch us into war with China or Russia. Instead, those right. despots and world leaders actually paid attention to what you wanted. And the implementation of the Trump doctrine meant we had fewer entanglements abroad and so now, as soon as I see the botched withdrawal in Afghanistan, sir, you actually had laid out a plan to make that a smooth transition, but Biden botched it. Then they immediately entangled us in Ukraine to the tune of $135 billion. So I, I'm, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. Like The juxtaposition is so stark. You have the Republican peacetime President Trump. You have the Biden wartime president. He's, he's like a hair's breadth away from drawing us into World War III. What what do you say to this this juxtaposition? 
Well, just to go to your last point first, we are heading down toward World War III because we have an incompetent president that has no idea what he's doing. He's got no sense of anything. I mean, you watch him, he can't put two sentences together. And we could very well end up in World War III, and that would be a war like no other because of the weaponry. And it's it's a very sad thing. We would have never been in Ukraine if I was president, if that didn't happen, that horrible election where we got more votes than any other president in history, any sitting president. Nobody's ever gotten anywhere close to that. And we lost, in quotes, we lost the election. Uh, but we would never be in Ukraine. We wouldn't have a problem with China right now in terms of any problems with China. But we wouldn't have a problem in terms of Taiwan. Uh, things would be going much differently. Iran wouldn't be where they are. We would have worked a deal with Iran. That was going to happen. We were going to have a deal done very quickly with Iran. It would have been good for everybody. And uh, now you look at our world. It's a it's a very dangerous place. And our city our, our cities are being eaten alive by crime. They're being eaten alive. The whole Our country is dying from within, and it's dying from the outside, and we're no longer respected as a nation, all because of a bad president. Yeah, it, it hurts. Um, as an Air Force veteran and an American, I hate seeing the way other nations are kind of cobbling together to stand up to this ridiculous energy policy that Biden, he's got the Green New yeah. Deal. And it, and it doesn't make sense that we would go away from fossil fuels, which are so plenteous and we have so much of. And so that's a perfect segue, sir, that you just brought us into. There was a news story about Brazil, India, China and South Africa working to remove the U.S. dollar as a reserve currency. And we had a strong dollar when you were in office. We had amazing GDP numbers, the lowest unemployment rate for all individuals to include black Americans. How, how, what do you make of the fact that because Democrats are obsessed with toy electric cars, now you have other countries joining together to try to remove us as the reserve currency? Well, I think it's terrible. And I think it's terrible what you said in terms of the dollar, because uh, that would be like losing a war. That would turn us into a third world nation even faster. We're very close. Our airports are no good. Our voting is no good. Our voting systems are no good. Our, our whole thing is all corrupt. Our border is no good. We were a third world nation, but they take away the power of the dollar and they take away the currency standard. And that would be the equivalent of nothing that we've ever seen in our lifetimes in terms of the negativity toward the United States. It would be it would be a terrible, terrible thing to happen to us. That would be like losing a war. And so you're you're dead on there, and, and it's exactly the opposite of what they would have done had you been in office for a second term, which leads me to— They wouldn't to have the, done it. They wouldn't no. have met. They wouldn't have talked about it. And if they would have, I would have stopped it fast. So then let's talk a little bit about the other attack that they've successfully launched on all of us, and that is— the way they're making everything woke from our corporations to our public schools. And it's the American family that they're hitting against that mom and dad raising their two kids, the the Christian faith that we all, we either, if you're not a Christian, yeah. you still benefit from it. Right. So the, we have this ethos of the Trump years where you promoted freedom of religion, the, the freedom to be a Christian, the free, the freedom to be in our country and to have a family. And now you have Biden and there's all this pressure on families to give these pornographic books to kids, to teach them about sex, to have the transgender you know, men and women's bathrooms, it's men crazy. and women's sports. It's crazy. Right. Talk to us about that, sir. Yeah. 
So, number one, there's an attack on religion. And you, if you're Catholic, I don't know how you could ever even think about voting for Biden or whoever it's going to replace him, because maybe that'll happen. It's hard to believe he gets to the starting gate, but maybe he will. But if you're Catholic, look at what they're doing with Catholics. They've been ruthless with that. And then you'll see that the Catholics will give them 45 or 50 percent of the vote. It's crazy, if, you know, what they're doing in that regard. But basically organized religion, it's, it's a terrible thing that they're doing to organize religion. Then you go to the school boards and you see what's happening with schools. Uh, I always say I will give parents back their rights of, you know, their rights and their powers over their children. Who would ever think that you, you know, parental power, who would ever think you even have to talk about a subject like that? It's so crazy. Or men in women's sports. So I say I because I'm the strongest advocate not to do that. I say I will give you back the right that women will have because what they're doing is they're demeaning women when they do that. It's so bad. It, it's sometimes my biggest applaud line, even when I say I defeated ISIS, but men in women's sports, it's crazy. You won't have women's sports anymore. And yet they keep going forward with it. You wouldn't believe it. You know, I don't know if you've seen some of the records that are being broken in weightlifting and swimming and everything else, but it's ridiculous. It's just a, a ridiculous situation. It's a travesty, and it's girls who've spent their entire childhoods working to be the best swimmer or the best, you know, in, in wrestling for right. women or what have you, and their records are being stolen by men who they're not even pretending to be actual women. They just show up and say they're a woman and break the record and then steal the, the trophy. Right. It's and, incredible. And it's they break the yeah. record, and they break it by numbers that nobody thought possible. You know, they break it by massive numbers. And the weightlifting records were broken by hundreds of pounds. It's just so ridiculous. And pretty soon you won't have any women athletes. You're not going to have any women athletes. It's a shame what it they're is. doing. If if you continue to vote for people like Biden or whoever his replacement will be. So that leads us to the fun part of the interview. We've gotten all our tough topics out of the way. President Trump, lightning round. It's your presidential best ofs. I've heard and seen on Instagram that somebody on this call, and it isn't me, likes to do a little bit of DJing at Mar-a-Lago in the dining room. What's your favorite kind of music to put on for your guests there? Well, they, we have everything. We have from Pavarotti <laughs> to Elton. For, we have everybody. We have everything, and we love it. We have a great time at Mar-a-Lago and other places. I have sort of a playlist. You develop a playlist, and you know, <laughs> just music that you like. Not a big deal, but music that you like. And people love it, and uh, we have a lot of fun at, at many of my clubs because of, uh, because of that. Music is great, and it's, uh, it's very important. You know, Lee Greenwood does a song that we love, as you know, because you've heard it many times. It's, like, so <laughs> perfect. There's nothing you could write better than that, and uh, so we're honored by that. But music is very important. It is. Okay, so that's kind of your hidden talent. Um, what would you say is your favorite dinner to serve your guests when you have them in huge masses or in tiny groups at one of your clubs? Well, we're very big on steak and things like that, but anything. You know, the the uh, the meals that we serve are just good, good quality. Everything good has to be great. Clean, cleanliness is a big deal, frankly. When you see a kitchen that's dirty, it's not very appetizing. <laughs> and I like to look at that and see, but it's got to be, everything's got to be immaculate. But good food we want, and always good food, and we have the best food at our clubs. 
I know because I have eaten dinner at Mar-a-Lago a few times and the food was amazing. I took pictures. It was so good. I had to prove that I'd eaten such oh, uh, multi-course dinners. Um, but I, I want to... Well, thank you. And, and I never turned down an opportunity to be at one of your homes because I think it's it's one of the oh, unique great. capacities thank that you. you have. You know, you, you've invited so many people into your private spaces. It's just been a, an, kind of an unbelievable thing to watch. Um, as we close out here, and I, I just want you to know, it, I've checked this off my bucket list today. I get to interview President Trump and talk to him about some things that matter to me. One of those things is faith. And, and years ago, you had a roundtable for black leaders at the White House right outside of um, your office in the Oval Office. And we sat and we were able to speak to you. And one of the things right. that I said to you that day was that I really appreciated the fact that you have brought back a sense of the right to have religious freedom in this country. And one of my favorite mm-hmm. verses is Psalm 91. And the first verse of Psalm 91 says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the almighty whose power no foe can withstand. And I want you to know that there's so many of us out here, especially in my circle here in St. Louis, who pray for you, Melania, your whole family, all of the, all of the, the adult kids and the grandkids praying for you guys that you would continue to have this strength and courage that you've displayed. It's kind of unbelievable everyone always says how how do you keep doing it how do you keep going so can you tell us as we close out here and it's an encouragement for everyone who's listening because we real we really feel put out the indictments are just an insult to our country how do you keep going in the face of so much opposition sir i think when i see the love and when i drive through areas and there's a trump sign on every house and as you know, because you were involved uh, in 2016 and 2020, we did great. We did better in 2020 by a lot, by close to 12 million votes. We did better in 2020 than we did in 2016. Everyone talks about 2016, which was great. But 2020, we did better. But it was uh, disgraceful what happened. Disgraceful. More votes than any sitting president ever. More votes than anybody going you know, when a president reruns, they never get as many votes, very rarely. Mm-hmm. But I got much more votes in 2020 than we did in 2016, meaning people really like the job we did. And that's despite COVID. And it's that's the big secret, because we did such a great job with COVID. Nobody knew what it was when it first came, and nobody knew, knew what it was. But we got we got it back to a point where our country and our economy – was doing well. Biden is blowing it with inflation so badly. I mean, what they have done to this economy, people can't live. $10,000 a house on inflation, just inflation costs. People can't afford it. People can't live that way. But we want to make America great again, Stacey. You know that as well as anybody because you've been Mm -hmm. such a great part of the team. Our team loves you. And uh, that's why I do the call with you. And I don't do the call with plenty of other people that would like to. But the team loves you. And you've been just Extraordinary. We want to close up our borders. We want to get voter ID involved in the elections and, you know, paper ballots, ideally paper ballots, voter ID, all of the things we got to stop mail-in ballots. They're corrupt as hell. They're automatically corrupt. You can't have mail-in ballots that have safe elections. So we're going to do a lot of different things. And most importantly, we're going to get the economy going again. We're going to get inflation down to nothing like we had it. We're going to get the economy going. Well, I love your energy, and there are so many of us out here. When you see those signs in your mind, just multiply them times a 1,000 because there are so many people, neighborhoods you never get to go to because how can you? You're always on the road. 
where there are supporters who are praying, donating, and working to get America's best plan, Make America Great Again, and our best president back in office. So we're gunning for you. We're doing everything we can. Stay out there. You, it's it's kind of unbelievable, um, but you're born for the storm. That's my nickname for you. So keep going. And thank you for joining me on the show tonight. It is an honor and a privilege to get well, to interview you. It's so great. We love you. You're a great person, Stacey, and your people and your view. I hear your show is doing fantastically. And by the way, if it wasn't or it was, I'd do the interview with you because you've been my friend from the beginning and we appreciate it. And we'll see you out of the campaign trail, okay? All right. Can't wait to see you, sir. Have a wonderful evening. That was President Donald John Trump, and he was with us here on Stacey on the Right. He spared us some time, and we we're so grateful for that. We'll have more Stacey on the Right after this on Sirius X and Patriot 125.